In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today is Sexagesima Sunday. Sexagesima meaning 60 days. We're now 60 days roughly until Pascha when we celebrate the holy resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are in the second of three weeks of what's called the Triodian, the preparation period for us to enter into Great Lent. And so today, with Lent just a week and a half away, I want you to hear the words of the prophet Hosea. God spoke through that prophet saying, telling his people, Sow for yourselves righteousness. Reap in mercy. Break up your fallow ground. For it is time to seek the Lord till he comes and rains righteousness upon you. And we've heard this a few times in years past. And we need to continually hear this in our lives. The call to break up the fallow ground within our heart. Let's remember what that fallow ground is. Fallow ground is it's, it's ground that cannot be planted into because nothing can spring up from it. Whether it's full of weeds or rocks or it's unhealthy soil or it's hardened and compacted. For some reason, nothing can grow to life in that soil. That's the fallow ground that God is calling his people through Hosea to break up into their lives. And how? By sowing righteousness. By reaping in the very mercy of God. By seeking his face. By seeking the Lord is the call of God. And have you ever wondered why? What was going on that God would call this? We need to look no further than the very next verse in that passage from Hosea. Because God says, because you, my people, have planted wickedness. You have reaped evil and chaos. You have eaten the fruit of deception. Because you, depart, you have depended on your own strength. I want you to hear those opposites when put together. Sow for yourselves righteousness because you planted wickedness. Reap in mercy because you've been reaping in chaos and evil. Break up your fallow ground for it's time to seek the Lord because rather than seeking Him, you've been deceived. You've looked otherwise rather than seeking the Lord. Till He comes and He rains righteousness on you because you have depended upon your own strength. My friends, the result of the people's choices created an infertility within them to receive all of the benefits that God wanted to bestow on them and plant within them. And I guarantee you this, if we're honest, you and I, and we look at this past year from the time that we were preparing for Lent last year to the time now that we're preparing for Lent this year. All of these things to some degrees have transpired in our life. There are ways that we have sown wickedness by our choices, following deceptions rather than keeping our face set on God. And because we have sown wickedness into our lives, we have reaped chaos. And the evil that transpires around those very choices. And we have depended. How many times have you and I depended on our own strength in this life? With the storms and the temptations that life throws at us. Or maybe we even depended on our own strength for our salvation itself at times. 
And what God is saying that all of these things, what they do is they create a blockage in us to be able to receive all of the king and the kingdom of God that he wants to share with us. What is this call by Hosea? What does this call by Hosea have to do with our preparation for Lent? It has everything to do with our preparation for great Lent. It has everything to do with our Christian walk in Christ. Because today in the Holy Gospel, the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, the parable of the sower is given to us, which talks exactly about the seed, or the, excuse me, the soil within the soul of man and the seeds that our, long, our Lord longs to plant within us and not only longs to plant but see bloom and blossom in our lives so that we experience everything that he has come of himself to offer to us let's have a look at this parable and i ask you as we look at the parable let the holy spirit investigate and show you okay yeah lord that's me i'm that ground is me that ground is me i think you'll see it we'll talk about each one so the Lord told the parable, he said, a farmer went out to sow his seed. And he, and he was scattering the seed. Some fell on the path. It was trampled on and the birds ate it up. Some fell on rocky ground and when it came up, the plants withered because they had no moisture. Other seeds fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Still other seeds fell on good soil and it came up and yielded a crop. A hundred times more than was sown. And then the Lord explains to his disciples what the parable means. And here's where we listen. The seed is the very word of God. And those along the path are the ones who hear. But then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts. So that they may not believe and be saved. And those on the rocky ground are the ones that receive the word with joy. When they hear it. But they have no root. They believe for a while. But in the time of great testing, they fall away. And the seed that fell among the thorns stands for those who hear. But as they go on their way, they are choked out by life's worries, riches, and pleasures. And they do not mature. But the seed on good soil stands for those with a noble and good heart who hear the word and retain it within them. And by persevering, produce a crop. Let's look at each one of these. The first type of soil is the hard soil. The soil, the seed that falls along the path. And if you've ever seen a path that's made for people to travel on, there's a lot of feet that go on that path. What does it do to the soil? It compacts it, right? It makes it tight. If you and I were to try to throw any kind of seed on that soil, it would roll around a bit. But it would never be able to take in the soil. This is the soil that our Lord is talking about. And these are those who hear the gospel. And their hearts are too hard to receive it into themselves. That it produce any fruit. St. Cyril of Alexandria said, All whose minds are hard and unyielding to Christ cannot receive the seed. And Satan steals that seed away from them so very quickly because it is so very easy. They hear and never receive. And while this is talking about those who hear the gospel but never receive Christ into their hearts, I would ask us this. Is this ever us? Are we hard 
and unyielding in our mind and our spirit to the times that the Holy Spirit is truly trying to lead us to the very healing that he wants to offer. That's the first type of ground. This is why St. Simeon, the new theologian, he says this to all of us in the church. When you go out from church, do not begin to be distracted toward empty and useless matters, lest the devil come and find you occupied with them. It's like a crow that binds on the plain a grain of wheat when it's been covered in the earth and picks it up and flies off. The devil removes the memory of these words from your hearts. And you find yourself empty and deprived of that which was given for your prophet. We need to be watchful for these things. How do we attend to Christ when we are here together and He is present with us? And when we go, do we keep our minds fixed on Him? Or do we immediately go out and, as if nothing happens? Don't give Satan that space in your lives. Attend to what's planted in our hearts. The second type of ground is the rocky ground. The seeds that fall on rocky ground. And this seed doesn't have enough soil, no depth of soil for it to grow deep roots. St. Cyril of Alexandria again says this, These are the ones who come into Christ, but have not taken that seed and cultivated it within themselves. So that when persecution and temptation comes upon them, in the time when their own lives tempt them, they depart their way from Christ. So they hear it. They receive it a bit. But they don't take that seed and work with the Holy, the Holy Spirit's life within them. To cultivate it, that it blossoms, whatever just came in blossoms and takes root in their heart. And the next temptation that comes around, or the next persecution that they face, Christ is abandoned and off we go again with the temptation that fell before us. And this leads us to the next one that I believe is the most prominent in the life of every Christian. I think you'll see this. The seed that fell among the thorns, that choked the life out of the seed that came into the soil. Jesus tells us directly that these are the ones that receive the word of God into them, but there are two things that choke the life out of that seed. The first is this, the worries and anxieties of this life. Examine your life, your weeks. How much time of our lives is spent in worry? is spent in wrestling with anxiety, depressions, hopelessness. How much of our days are spent with these types of thoughts going on? And I'm going to tell you right now, you are looking at someone, your priest is no stranger to worries and anxieties. I tell you this last week and a half for me, as I'm facing some pretty decent oral surgery tomorrow morning. These, this last week and a half for me has been a battle of the mind and the heart. Because when we're faced with fears and anxieties and faced with suffering, our mind goes all over the place, very naturally. And the hardest thing to do is to thrust ourselves into the arms of Christ when the worries and the fears of life come upon us, when the depressions come upon us, to keep our face fixed on Him. And I tell you from my own life in this last week that in this battle against anxieties and worries and sadness and so on. I tell you that there are moments 
that only because my face was set on Christ that those moments were won and peace was regained and stability and strength to walk through what I'm going to have to walk through. And I tell you that there were many moments in the last week and a half that were lost to me because I took my eyes off of him and the fears of these things engulfed me and it gripped my soul. And I can tell you, if you could ever feel the soil in your soul tighten, and I think all of us have experienced this, when we go through fears and worries and anxieties, everything tightens up within us. And this blocks the blessed experience with the God who wants to be the strength in all of our weaknesses, that wants to be the peace to our chaos the peace to our worries and anxieties. Do we not all face these things? Am I alone here, people? No. We all do. And it, the price we pay is that we can no longer receive and see the blooming of the kingdom of God when we make ourselves susceptible to these things. We need Christ even in those moments. And the other thing that Jesus says will choke out the life within us. He says the finite pleasures and the riches and the distractions of this world. How many things there are, just like St. Simeon, the new theologian, was saying. As soon as we go out those doors, expect the distractions to begin. And they'll happen all throughout the days and all throughout the weeks. The distractions of the call to the pleasures of this life. The call for us to pursue things more than we pursue God. And these are not just physical pleasures. They could be pursuits of ours. If we are pursuing other things more than we are pursuing and cultivating the kingdom of God within us, these things distract us from the holy work of God in our lives and our salvation. Again, my friends, all of us are susceptible to all of those types of soil that our Lord was sharing with his people and his disciples on that day. And he shares with us tonight the temptation to fall to where we become hard of heart at times in our lives. that would cause us to turn away from Christ by temptations, the worries, the anxieties, the distractions, all of these things we face. But then Jesus says there's the good soil. Then there's the good soil, the fertile soil. The soil that receives the seed and produces a crop one hundredfold. Jesus says himself about this soil. The seed on good soil stands for those with noble and good hearts. Pure hearts is what he's talking about. Hearts that have given themselves over to him. And he is healing and purifying them. That's the soil here that he's talking about. What our Lord in telling this parable is saying to us the answer for us and the way to salvation for us today is this we must cultivate that good soil and this takes grace-filled effort and we have been given the grace of god to break up the fallow ground within us this is the call during lent yes i say during lent very specifically because in Lent, this is the gift of Lent, that the Lord intensifies this in our lives. And he grants us blessed tools that are to accomplish it. That we take his yoke upon us when we fast. For when we fast, we practice self-control and we overcome temptations and Satan in our life. And he gives us grace to increase our prayer life. So that we can practice the reality of the presence of God every moment of our life. And when we are practicing that presence of God in our lives, find fear, find worries, 
find anxieties. They roll away. Temptations, they bounce off like weak little darts. And we increase our almsgiving, another weapon given to us in the midst of Lent. Sowing for ourselves righteousness. Almsgiving is the practice of the virtue of love. And we put it into practice by grace. And I'll give you one more that I would call us all to. And that is that we pray for one another in all of these things. Because we do all of these things in Lent together. So that the soil of all of our souls may be receptive to the seed that God wants to plant. But also they'll be cultivated in such a way that that seed will grow and blossom to the experience of all the benefits of the kingdom of God in our lives. May it be. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.